Hello, welcome to the Tuesday, December 27th, 2016 edition of the Sands and its Storm Center's Stormcast. My name is Johannes Ulrich and today I'm recording from Jacksonville, Florida. Well, it was reasonably quiet over this long weekend and not a lot of emergency stuff to report about. The one thing that sort of cropped up uh, that you should attend to quickly if you're affected is a vulnerability in a popular PHP module, PHP Mailer. Now, this is nothing that comes with a default PHP installed, but a lot of software does use PHP Mailer and installs it in order, well, to send email. Now, PHP has its own built-in function called mail that you can use to send email, but it's rather limited in terms of how it interface with the system. On Unix, it's really just a wrapper around send mail, so you can't connect to arbitrary mail servers and the like. PHP Mailer removes a lot of these restrictions and makes it easier to access a lot of these features. So that's why people like to use a PHP Mailer. It also includes some advanced features like creating of DKIM signatures and the like. Now in order to do all of this, PHP Mailer has to call operating system commands. And here we have a classic problem where we have to pass command line arguments to these commands and they have to be escaped properly. The one parameter that was not sent correctly was the sender parameter. Now this is not just the from address, but it's typically derived from the from address. It's essentially what the mail software tells the recipient where the email came from. In sendmail, if you're using sendmail, you usually specify that with the dash f command line parameter. And that's exactly where the problem happens here. This parameter isn't escaped, so an attacker that has control over that from parameter could potentially execute arbitrary commands. On the other hand, this is not really all that common. Now, there are a couple things here that uh, mitigate this vulnerability. First of all, a lot of software doesn't allow an attacker to set the from parameter, but it's fixed. It's uh, webmaster at my domain or whatever you're using as from address for emails being sent by your web server. The second part here is that the PHP mailer documentation recommends that you should actually validate these parameters before you pass them to PHP Mailer. Now, this is no excuse for PHP Mailer not to do its job and escaping these parameters, but the best practice is anyway that whenever you call an external library like this, you are validating the parameters that you're passing to that library. So that kind of mitigates this issue as well, but double check that your code is not vulnerable or code that you include in your website. I believe WordPress and a couple of other large packages are using PHP Mailer. So best thing may be to just search for any PHP Mailer files that you may have sitting on your system. A patch is of course available. While I haven't seen an exploit yet, this vulnerability would be pretty easy to exploit if an attacker figures out that you're using PHP Mailer. And while you're updating it, you may also make sure that you configure it to not identify itself. Typically, PHP Mailer does add an X Mailer header that will identify that the email was sent by PHP Mailer. And that also includes the version that you're using. 
But that's enough about PHP Mailer. Uh, we do have another nice story by Didier about a new trick that he found that Malware is using to ensure that it's running for a certain amount of time. Now, Didier already talked about this a couple weeks ago, and back then he noted Malware that uses external NTP servers in order to make sure that it is running for a certain number of minutes before it actually downloads any additional malicious payloads. This evades some sandboxing techniques. Now, in this new case, the malware is actually pinging the famous Google DNS IP 8888, and it's doing so 250 times and then only executing any further commands after these 250 pings complete. These 250 pings typically take about four minutes uh, to complete, so that's how long the malware will wait before it then downloads additional components. So pretty neat trick, I'm not sure how sandboxes would evade this. Of course, you can have your local copy of that IP address that at least would respond faster, and as a result, the malicious code would also execute faster. Now, with the new year starting next week, there are a couple of deadlines that are sort of approaching in particular as far as the phase out of old versions of SSL or TLS and also key requirements. One of these deadlines is getting moved now, and that's Apple's deadline. Apple originally announced that it would no longer accept any apps into the App Store that don't take advantage of App Transport Security or ATS. What this really means is that the app will only use HTTPS and not HTTP. The original deadline was January 1st, but they pushed this back now. The new deadline hasn't been stated yet. Well, that's it for today. So thanks again for listening and talk to you again tomorrow. Bye.